This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome back to the After Two Beers podcast. Dutch Dalton, Kimmy Gibbler, and we're joined right now with a phenomenal comedian that's going to be in Indianapolis at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and that is Nikki Glazer. Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me to the show. It's our pleasure, yes. 100%. So, well, thanks. You're coming in tomorrow. It, uh, yeah, I'm flying you- in fresh from a taping. I'm taping a Netflix special tonight. I'm taping um, uh, The Degenerates. It's a series that they do where they showcase comedians doing like dirty material. Nice. Which, you know, uh, I'm supposed to be doing my dirtiest material, but I'm just doing material because that's <laughs> the way I am anyway. <laughs> um, I'm not doing my Christian set tonight, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm taping that tonight and then I get on a plane um, bright and early tomorrow and fly out to Indy and I'm going to do shows all weekend. And I'm so excited because I've just had a huge week of, I did the roast of Alec Baldwin last week and I have this this week and it's just going to be fun to perform again and not have the pressure so immense and to be able to really let loose and like have fun shows, like working on new material and just like feeling the room and not being worried about if my hair is in place, you know, my pussy hair. I'm just making sure that (laughs) short skirts, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, it's, I'm really looking forward to Indianapolis. I always have fun there. This is my first time at helium and, um, and I hear it's a great club. So it is, we've been there a few times and it's got just a really cool vibe. I like it. If they don't have a helium tank in the green room for me to suck on and, um, make Instagram stories with, (laughs) I will be gravely disappointed, but luckily those are always on my rider. So, um, they should be able to accommodate. Room full of balloons. Well, that, and I'm sure if you ask, you can suck on a lot of things. Yeah, I, that's true. That's true. I'm very orally fixated. And um, yeah, so. Some things will even change your voice too. Right. Some other things yeah. will. <laughs> it's so funny because you're so right about that. And I know you're alluding to like sucking dick, making your voice raspy. <laughs> I'm not even joking you. Like if I deep throat the next day, people are like, are you sick? And it's like, no, I had a dick that was rubbing up and down my throat and <laughs> It was abrasive, and now my throat feels like I drank a cactus. Girl, I and... used to be a soprano. Okay, yes, yeah, so you get it. I'm a woman, too. Yeah. Now I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm a fucking alto because I've blown too many tenors. <laughs> I've blown too many tenor, eights. Tenor, eleven tenors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be it's, at the Helium on September 13th at 7.30 and 10, September yep. 14th, 7.30 and 10. Yep. We've got that out of the way. So no, Get we can, it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, we can talk more about your pussy hair or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a factory option now. It's pretty, you know, it's hard to find one with the old 70s porn bush anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, people still try to do the old joke of, oh, does the curtain match the carpet or whatever. I'm like who the fuck's got carpet anymore that was so 70s yeah I know it's I hooked up with a guy recently and he went to finger me and I did not foresee getting fingered that night like most nights that I think I'm gonna hook up with someone I prepare every single hole you know like right. even my ears who knows what's gonna happen and that particular night I did not think that I was gonna hook up so my vagina was just like 
overgrown and not in a good place. And I wanted to get fingered so bad, but I was just like, no, you can't. And he was like, why? And I was like, cause I'm, it's, I'm not ready down there. I've got a five o'clock shadow. And I'm like, yeah. And I, he goes, I don't care. And I'm like, I do like, I want to look my best. I want to get a blowout and (laughs) I want, uh, you know, my roots are growing in. I need to get it touched up. Like there's just, I want (laughs) it for me to be comfortable. I have to like, look like, uh, you know, I need to look like I'm five years old down there. That's the goal. Well, you know, you got to have goals. In I life. always think about my vagina as a child. Like, that's all what we're trying to go for again is just to have pussies like prepubescent girls. And it's like, God, I didn't like enjoy mine enough. I would have just like stared at it more and been like, look at that. Ah, those are you got it, girl. You know, I kind of squandered my youth, I feel. You know, we had a preacher on the show last week and this interview went exactly the same way. Yeah, I, I, I assume so. I, I know that there's a lot of progressive um, men of God out there right now, ever since uh, season two of Fleabag. Oh, oh. Uh, you know nice. what? This is already my favorite interview we've ever had. I love it. I'm so glad. Yeah. So you, you talked about how you, you're doing some the raunchy stuff, which is a shocker based upon this first five minutes. Um, what, mm-hmm. how did, did you say shocker? Shocker, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you're telling her she's being raunchy. Come right, on my now. My bad, my bad. How did you, like, to make yourself set apart from the comedians that are in the in the comedy world, when did you embrace this part of your humor and you were cool with um, it? I embraced it from the very get-go because it wasn't something that I ever intended. I don't like to be known as a dirty comedian. Like, when people are like, you're a sex comic or you're, you're so dirty. You're, oh, my God, I can't bring my parents to see you or whatever it's almost offensive to me because I don't, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm not trying to push buttons. I'm not trying to push the envelope. I I like, I just am talking about what I'm interested in. And from the very like begin, like from when I first started stand-up comedy and was writing jokes, what I wanted to talk about was what was funny to me, which is sex. I think it's hilarious that we all, walk around like so prudish like oh sex I can't talk about that even though that's all how we got here (laughs) and it's also like we all do it so I don't understand acting like it's just we're so puritanical about these things that we are literally doing as soon as the door shuts we all do gross sexual stuff and then we put on a fucking shirt and we're like oh no I've never sucked a dick in my life and it's like yes you have like (laughs) I just I'm just being honest, and that's what I that's what I try to do with my comedy is be honest. And if that's raunchy and that's dirty, then so be it. But it's I it's don't real. set out to do dirt, dirt. I don't set out to do dirty material ever. It's never my intention. It just so happens to be that's what I want to talk about. It's so true because when we first we've only done this podcast for a year and a half, and when we first started it, it was right after the election when Donald Trump had won, and when he said the whole grab him in the pussy, and people were cool with it. I'm like, people really don't mind this stuff as much as they, they claim to. So when we first started doing this show, we had a thing we called our shit pan. And it's literally a bed pan that we would pass around the audience. And we let, like, we're in the Midwest, you know, where this is supposed to be Bible Belt country. <laughs> and we let people ask any questions they wanted to ask. And Nikki, I swear to God, they asked all the time about Gibbler squirting and butt plugs. And I'm yeah, just, it's the most interesting stuff. Yeah, and it's because. And by the way, I cared that Donald Trump said he gra- grabbed women by the pussy. I was deeply offended by that and disgusted by it. And I talk about pussy and um, sex all the time. Uh, people should have been horrified by that. 
you know that's the problem it's like they get they get they're shocked by me talking about having anal sex consensually but then our president grabs women by the pussies without asking for their consent and everyone's a-okay with it and that's that's where i find everyone is so hypocritical yes and everyone needs to just uh i I mean it it makes me sick and and I, i just yeah it's that was a that was a weird moment because I'm like I get censored all the time. I can't. I got kicked off Dancing with the Stars because they asked me a question about, um, you know, has stand up comedy prepared you for this dancing show? And I answered in the most delicate way because I didn't want to offend anyone, ABC <laughs> or Disney. I said, you know, yeah, because in comedy I've had a lot of rough sets. S E T S. Well, they all thought I said sex. Like that would even make sense. He asked me a question about comedy, and I said I had a lot of rough sex. So everyone goes, oh. And then I didn't realize what it had sounded like I said. And then all of a sudden, Tom Bergeron, who was interviewing me, like walked away from me being like, well, I can't talk to her anymore because she's going to say something crazy. And then I go, Tom, that's not what I meant. I said sets, rough sets. And then I go, well, to, to save it, to make, be funny, I go, well, I've had both. And then the time, that was the moment that I think the producers on Dancing with the Stars looked at each other and said, "Nope, we we can't have this girl's a liability. We're gonna get fined," and um and I got kicked off the show. And it's do, like, do you think part of like, it was wh- why? Do yeah. You, do you think part of it was because they wanted you to do that because they know who you were and it was their chance to go viral? Um, no, it didn't go viral. They tried to like, they were mad at me for that moment. They really thought that I was trying to sneak in sex joke on Disney. They, the whole time they're like, behave yourself. And I'm like, you guys, I'm here to do the salsa and get a picture of myself for Instagram so that guys know I have good legs. Like that is all I'm here for. I'm not here to offend anyone or push the buttons or if, you know, if kids are watching, I don't want them to hear me talking about sex. I never talk about sex when their children present. I'm not someone who's trying to make women gasp and clutch their pearls. You know, like I just I, I want everyone to be happy. I don't like when I offend people. And so they kind of set me up to offend them and they heard what they wanted to hear, even though that's not what I meant. And then I um, I got kicked off. You know, we, we've had a lot of comedians on our show, um, women as well. And when a man does that type of comedy they they're thought of as as groundbreaking so when you look at lenny bruce you look at george carlin do you think women are unfairly criticized for doing the same types of humor yeah i mean um they say that about us all the time all we talk about is sex all we talk about is our vaginas all we talk about is our periods and um yeah i'm maybe that's true that is like kind of all i talk about on stage but um it's because women have been censored for so long and been told to be prissy and wear your bonnet and get in the kitchen and shut your mouth that, sorry, I want to talk about some things that I've always been told ever since I was a kid, I couldn't talk about. So, um, I don't care when people say that. I think it just, it just tells me when someone comes up to me after the show and is like, well, you're a pretty dirty gal. It just tells me that they're moronic. They probably voted for Trump and, um, I don't really want them as a fan. And uh, that's kind of how I feel about it. I just you reveal to me that you're stupid when you say that. It, it, and a lot of people go, I don't normally like female comics, uh, but you are good. I just go, well, you're stupid. I know you're trying to compliment me, but you're dumb. You don't watch enough female comics because you're sexist. And uh, and someone brought you to the show uh, against your will because 
you know, you just told me you'd never want to watch a female comic and somehow you saw me and ended up liking me. Um, so I don't really need you as a fan. Um, there is a double standard there. I've had a lot of advantages as a woman in comedy and I've had a lot of disadvantages, but, um, for the most part, it fucking rules being a woman in comedy. Well, good um, for you. And I love by, it. by the most part, I mean, um, not at all. It sucks. And <laughs> I, just, man, I was going to say, what are the positives? Easier, <laughs> and uh, I wish I were a man literally every day of my life. I'm like, I'm jealous. I don't want to say I'm jealous of transgendered people, but like, if I could be transgendered, I probably would because I don't like being a woman. Um, I think it's a raw deal. I think it's a shit deal. I think when you really open your eyes to it, it's way worse than we were sold. We were sold in high school and like middle school and grade school. You can do anything. You're a woman. Everything's equal. And then you grow up and you start to age and you see that, no, it's not. And I have it way better than any woman in the history of women. Like literally being a woman in America in 2019 is better than being a woman at any other time in history. Like Seriously, 200 years ago, being raped every day was like the norm. Like women just got raped and that was it wasn't against the law. You didn't get an education. You you had no rights. So I'm living in the best time to be a woman, but it still sucks clit. <laughs> well, and sorry to like go off on a tirade. No, no you're good. Right no, right that's, now. Well, that's the beauty of our show is, you know, we, we sit here and we can talk about comedy all the time. But there is a lot of reality of what you're dealing with. I mean, I've got a daughter, and I tell people all the time, even as a man, it changed my whole attitude in life when you have a daughter and then you start to recognize that there are still a lot of issues even in 2019. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not even. It's not even close to being even yet. But I will, I will say that I feel blessed that I'm, I have, I'm not a woman that was born at any other time because, or any other country for that matter because – you know, for sure. There, I, you, you, you know, there's still countries where you can be raped and then you get murdered for being raped because what a whore you were to make a man rape you. What, what did you do? You know, Showed some elbow. And um, right, exactly. It's like, uh, it's so. I'm blessed. I'm very lucky as a white woman in America. It's a fucking. It's a, it's easy, and I don't mean to complain. I'm privileged in many ways that um, I, you know. That I acknowledge, but I also just think um, being a man is much, much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a white guy. I know how easy I got it. I really But do. being a man's not easy, too. I, if men are listening, I, I sympathize. You got to keep your dicks up. You guys <laughs> lose your hair. Um, it's so you, true. I'm short, fat, and You bald. And you guys all fall for the you guys are just you guys are anorexic now too like you stole our eating disorders like those aren't even <laughs> ours anymore yeah so but... men are dealing with the same kind of pressures but um you know making 20 percent more money generally <laughs> yeah well so you... yeah, and there's always that for sure right yes but, but I, I... <laughs> and hey. i get called a man hater a lot i often get called a man hater and i just want to be clear i love men um and just to prove how much I love men, I can tell you I've sucked like a lot of dick. And I don't know why I would be doing that if I hated men, because literally there's nothing in it for me except like making you happy. So I care about your happiness. I've sucked dicks. Whenever a man calls me a man hater, I just want to say, how many dicks have you sucked, sir? Let's compare, let's compare stats, because I think I got you beat. Uh, you never know nowadays. 
never. That, that, and that is a good, good point. Yes. It's, <laughs> well, you know, like we said at the beginning, you're going to be at the Helium this Friday and Saturday from on the 13th and 14th at 7.30 and 10 o'clock, four shows to come out and hear this wonderful man-hating dick sucker. And uh, <laughs> we got to ask. Just say, can I just say that when people come to my shows with their girlfriends, you might think like, I'm not bringing my fucking shit to this show. I'm not joking you. I get DMs after every single performance I do where p- couples leave and they're turned on and the dude gets laid that night because all I do is talk about sex and I empower women to like get it and um, want it. And so if you want to get laid this weekend, bring your lady in my show. And I swear to God, she'll get horned up. Wow. You should, Best wing woman ever. You should call that your yeah. tour. You're getting laid and tonight I, tour. Oh, that's a good idea. I do have a, a tour coming up that I need a name for. Also, I want to implore your fans because I know you have a lot of um, uh, people listening who might not have friends. And, um, <laughs> and that's a problem in comedy is that a lot of uh, comedy fans miss out on good shows because they don't have friends who can either like afford a ticket or who want to go or they just don't have friends. Like not everyone has friends and that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Um, and I just want to say that I encourage people to go alone to my shows. I think going alone to comedy shows is the coolest thing you can do. When I see people go alone, I'm always like, wow, that person is fucking cool. And you don't have to worry about the people you're bringing, whether they're having fun. You just get to sit back and laugh, and they'll put you at a table with other people. You can make some friends. Um, I know you might be socially awkward, and you're like, that seems so terrifying. I I challenge you this weekend to go to my show alone and um, go to the meet and greet and meet me afterwards, and we'll take a picture, and I will give you a huge hug for being so brave to go alone to a show. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I think it's the coolest thing you can do. People need to go alone to things more often. Yeah, well, it's it, like weddings. <laughs> and then you don't have to yeah. split half your shit. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, like we said, you're going to be at the Helium tomorrow and, and Saturday at 7.30 and 10, both days. Is there anything else that you'd like? I mean, you talked about you got a Netflix special that you're working on. Uh, yeah, that comes else? out uh, October 1st, so look for that. It's called Bangin'. That'll be out October 1st. Set your calendars, mark your dates, whatever that phrase is. And uh, I got to go film another one, which will be out later this year, The Degenerates. So look for that. That's very so cool. nice. Well, good luck to you, and you hope you have a great weekend this, uh, this weekend in Indianapolis. And uh, we'll be sure to keep an eye on how the future goes because you're kicking ass right now. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for taking time out for us, too. Yes. Of course, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.